millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, well, we covered plenty of ground. We reflected on our different fortunes in the at the weekend yes. in the football. Look back at the football. Yeah. Um, we we found a very interesting uh, new sort of diet health guru. His day, we read out a bit of that. Yeah, he was good. Uh, you've got a way of warding off foxes. Yes. Um, and Kevin Day was here, big Palace fan, writer and comedian, and we covered a lot of different sporting yeah, he areas. Good form. He was on good form. So here it all is. <laughs> The only thing that amused me at Chelsea on Saturday, mm. I'll let you talk about Spurs in a second. That's my last point before you have a bit of a rant. Oh, I'm not going to have a rant. <laughs> Don't you? What's the rant about? Mm, finishing. Oh, yeah. Okay, partly that. <laughs> but, you know, most days that finishing would have been good good enough to beat the goalkeeper, <laughs> but it just happened not to be on this uh, occasion. But it was a rivetingly dull afternoon at mm. the bridge. You could even see, in the, you don't often get that in the highlights of Match of the Day, where you get the sense, even in a sh- short highlight package, what a terrible game. It was a terrible game with two very good goals yeah. from Chelsea. And uh, but, was, You did a corker. You were sending me some halftime stuff saying, William is this, William is that, well, and then he was. goes and scores that goal, doesn't <laughs> yeah, he, really? Yeah, well, well, maybe wasn't... you need to do that more often. Well, maybe he needs to do it more often. Been better <laughs> actually. And uh, but right at the end of the match, it was an incredible moment where you mm. just go, "Football, that's really Newcastle." They'd scored from a corner. Yeah, they nearly mm. scored from a corner. They had a big height advantage on Saturday, all over the pitch, but definitely in the area. Mm. So they get a corner with the last kick of the game in extra time. And they take a short one, and, you, oh, yeah. and it went wrong. And you start laughing. Stick it in the mixer. Come on, you've yeah. got to put that in there. You've certainly got to, haven't you? But anyway, they didn't. And apparently, the Newcastle fans felt the same. So, uh, but sorry, he said. Uh, he said, "Oh, I've uh, I really missed Fabregas on Saturday. I would have brought him on because uh, Jorginho's so tired." Mm. Yeah, that's because when you had him, you never played him, and Jorginho's had to play six months on basically every game. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? Honestly. Oh, well, you're going to sign somebody. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Possibly a couple of midfield players. Yeah, but don't sign a striker, whatever you do, because that would be a good idea. I think, yeah, well, I think we're be in the market how for a striker now, by the sound of it. How do you, a year late, it's such a political club, Chelsea. Last year, the manager, up till January, was fine. But during January, he went bonk because he wanted the club to buy strikers, do something. So mm. the whole thing went wrong and fell apart. Yeah. 
a year later, it's the same two blokes that you've got. Nothing's been done to rectify. And the manager's going, well, I can't play these two fellas. They're not good enough, so I'm going to play Hazard. You know, it's absolutely mad. In desperation, really. yesterday, one of the boys I sit with actually said, I think it was after maybe after the 14th or 15th save overall, he said, oh, come on, I've had enough of this fella now. Can't they take him off? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, it was just exasperation. Oh, yeah. I've had enough of this fella now. Can't they take him off? Well, but they were. I mean, yeah. you know, people have been saying, oh, there may have been people in the stadium thinking, oh, isn't he lucky the balls are hitting him? And yeah, and the finishing could have been better. But even in the stadium, you could see he was getting in great positions. He was making hmm. good calls. You know, he was, apart from great saves, you could see it no, was a that's fantastic That's why we're going to get David Priest on, because he talked technically how he anticipates. Yeah. And so it makes it look like a simple save. And how he uses his feet. I want to ask David if it's quicker. Yeah. Is it better? Is it more efficient to do that? We'll never know how things would have panned out had Spurs equalised, because they had the equalised quite early on. The dynamic of the game would have changed, because Manchester United were still Spurs would have got very confident. Knowing that they were taking United apart, I think they would have gone on to win the game personally. You just had to put one of those away. Um, Look, I, I, I believe the prognosis on Harry Kane isn't good. Um, and I, I think there's a pretty good chance, as we saw yesterday, this will be the fourth time he's done his ankle ligaments. But football is so funny. You know, Spurs are challenging for the title. I mean, a great season. Chelsea are absolutely dull and boring. It's not really happening. And one point behind them. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. So um, it's, it's weird, this stuff. Say the fourth time you, you get the same injury, you yeah. start to think there's clearly got a... I don't know if it's the same ankle, actually. But there must clearly be a weakness there because you do it once, you must mm. have a weakness. Well, again, we'll, we'll have a chat about that a little bit later on. But so. yeah. He often sort of comes back too quickly, you know, which isn't good for Yeah, him. he did last time. But um, they're, they're going to be desperate, aren't they? They're going to have to be in the market. They've said Vincent Janssen is uh, not someone who's in their plans. He played mm. for the 23s the other day. cost 17 million quid a couple of seasons ago, but he won't be playing. So I don't know if they're going to be in the market in January or not for a striker. We'll see. We'll talk about uh, Salah and Pascal Grosso. Honestly, how can they even p- pretend that that wasn't a penalty? It yeah. was clearly, clearly a penalty. But I did think Jermaine Genius, <coughs> he, he had a slip of the tongue. He called mm. uh, Pascal Gross Christian Gross. Oh, OK. Yeah, which was in, on match of that, which was a bit odd because I thought perhaps they were together at Spurs, but I looked it up, they weren't. The um, yeah, He's got that reputation now, Salah, which I think, to be honest, is undeserved because I thought that the first time he was accused of diving, I thought there was contact and it was, it was a penalty. And I thought that one was a penalty of the weekend. But as Jamie Vardy is probably going to find over the next few weeks after Saturday... You get a bit of a reputation sometimes. Yeah. And well, in the end, people don't they don't buy the fact that uh, that was a... F- I mean, this is the trouble. We're going to talk to Mark Halsey about this later on. It was so blatant, really, the, the Vardy one, that next time he gets completely cleaned out by a defender and doesn't get it, a bit like Gareth Bale used to feel that in the past at times. You've only got yourself to blame, really, haven't you? Um, but, you know, Oliver doesn't do the game any favour. He's a great referee, but he didn't do the game any favour by not... Booking. Giving him a yellow card. Yeah, it doesn't, it Mark Halsey joins us later on. We'll have a good look at all the uh, games at the weekend with uh, Motti as well. Kevin Day will be here shortly. Friend of the show, comedian and uh, Palace fan. He didn't have the greatest weekend football-wise, but we'll look at some of the stories you may have missed. Um, also, uh, we'll be uh, chatting to, as we said, David Priest, the goalkeeping coach, former Sunderland keeper, about that performance uh, by De Gea. And lots more besides Don't Ask Me will be back as well. So, mm. do you have anything else, Andy? Yes, player of the week for me at Leicester was uh, mm. Mendy. <laughs> no, you don't often get subbed at halftime, but blimey, did he deserve it? Yeah. Really? So needless for the foul, and he was at fault for the second goal. And 
you know, you just look at I mean, the manager must have been going mad. But in the end, that I didn't. Eat, I did a few of my after-match interviews on match day, but I didn't do Puel because I just felt sorry. Oh yeah, so you, it's a real dead man walking. I just thought you look it was so too cruel. He just looks so haunted. Mm. He's, he's I can't see him lasting the week really, but we'll we'll see how it goes. So you'll be doing. Uh, you'll be hearing some of your impressions. You did quite a lot. I mean, I, the, the phone was ringing <laughs> constantly. Uh, the WhatsApp was going off. I think every manager on match of the day you try to do an impression of. Why don't you just watch the football? It takes me about half an hour longer to You'll say to me, oh, Mason isn't very good, is he? I'm thinking, I'm half an hour behind you. I haven't yeah. got to it yet. It's going to be so long to do them. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. The voice of them all, Andy Jacobs, will be in action. <laughs> it's now taking him longer to do Match of the Day than it is the Match of the Day production team. <laughs> but with us in the studio, mate, a welcome return. Uh, also defeated like me at the weekend. It is uh, Palace fan, comedian and writer Kevin Day. Hi, Kev. How are you? Uh, well, I'm very well until you reminded me of what happened at the weekend. Yes. I was hoping not to be Palace fan for this one, just football fan in general. <laughs> oh, yes. So we can talk about other... I'm, I'm getting fixated on... They're, they're slowly climbing... I've started to look out for Luton results because I've started to dislike... <laughs> You've got Watford. an irrational hatred of um, Watford. It's not irrational. It's completely irrational. But <laughs> even, even someone said the other day, even... Even Brighton fans, or Falmer Town as we call them now, even Falmer Town fans have got a certain <laughs> dignity. You know when you hate a team properly, when you're proper yeah. rivals? <laughs> it's like Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. You know deep down there's a kind of mutual respect underneath the yeah. facade. That's how it feels that with us and Falmer Town now. But Watford are just... They're trying so hard to become rivals for us, and it's, it's starting to work because they're really getting under my... They're under my graceless, <laughs> charmless... Mm. Anyway, let's not. But, you know, <laughs> let's not make that a theme. It's a shame because that Palace's goal would be a game, would have been a goal to win any game, wasn't it? it was the own goal. <laughs> yeah, the Cathcart. Fantastic. Own goal. Well, it? I'm amazed. That you, I, was just saying, I, I don't want to make this the theme of the day, but you know my views on VAR and how it's going to destroy English football within yeah. three mm. years. I've slightly <laughs> changed my mind because any game that uh, Paul Tierney referees <laughs> needs to be VAR'd. <laughs> to, to within an inch of its its death because he went for a really unique refereeing style on Saturday, which is basically to give the whistle mm. to Troy Deeney and <laughs> yes. just, just stand back and let him do the refereeing. It's quite bold, isn't it? That? Yeah. So Troy Deeney's mm. tirade last week about referees after the Bournemouth game has worked very well because you know whereas Wilfred Zahar got in trouble for saying yeah. the referees weren't protecting him, Mike Riley clearly decided that Troy Deeney had a point and that, that Watford needed a free game for ninety minutes. But anyway, yeah. as I say, let's not make this. A, no, there, yeah. there are more important issues. Neil Warnock talking about Brexit. Sure. Well, we were no, just. No, I just want to say about Roy there. Yeah. After the match on <clears throat> match today, he did do he he did not happy, one of Roy Classic. Though. Yeah, he's talking <clears throat> about Cleverly's goal. He said, "You know," and then John Cleverly scored a wonderful goal. Said, Who's John Cleverly? <laughs> Well, more to Tom's brother. Who was that voice you were just Yeah, that's then. right. Well, more of that. Even though you told us who it was, I'm still not convinced. <laughs> no, All I'm thinking of with Neil Warnock is that he, the Cardiff have probably said to him that they're thinking of going down the athletic Bill Bow route, that they only play Welsh players. <laughs> so maybe this is a precursor to that, to going completely bail and Ramsey coming back. Well, obviously, it's very cool because I, 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 as I came in, I heard you mention it and thought this mm. would be interesting. But unfortunately, I, was, I got interrupted by Bob Mills, who's a very okay. dear friend of mine, but who's... Views on Brexit are the opposite of mine, shall we say? Yeah. And um, closer to Warnock. But it just made me laugh because Warnock so upset with Liverpool last week and so upset with the EU this week. So for him to discover that Jamie Carragher wants a second referendum yeah. <laughs> would probably infuriate <laughs> Neil Warnock <laughs> even more than that. And I'm, know, all, I'm all for an infuriating Neil Warnock. He made the point that he was in a very bad mood. I don't yeah. exactly know why I mean, he was it, in it, such he was a in, bad mood. I think, mood. well, but I, think, I don't know. He, Neil Warnock. In, he did seem to be in a fairly bad mood. And I think maybe someone who knows how to push his button said, Let's have a little pop at Brexit, shall we? Let's see how he goes on that. How do you distinguish Neil Warnock 
from a bad mood than the other one. I can't. I don't recall. Well, they hadn't won, but they hadn't lost. But I mean, so it wasn't like they hadn't particularly been sawn yeah, off by a ref, had they? If that's going to be his criteria for not being happy, he's not going to be happy most no, of the season. It, but was, the, it was the opposite. He got away with murder. Yeah. That was a foul by Joe Bennett. What was Lee Mason thinking of? I mean, mm. uh, Neil Warnock's a qualified to... referee now, I remember. So. Yeah, but... The only time Neil Warnock's happy is when he's talking about his blinking tractor. Well, yeah, yeah. That he's always on when he gets offered jobs. Well, there'll be plenty of fruit-picking jobs available for him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's picking all this fruit? Oh, nobody, Neil. Ah, oh, I hadn't thought that through. Um, I wonder how Neil Warnock would say that, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Somebody, I, 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 I can't. So, I suppose you could look at some of the other Premier League managers and, and just ask yourself the question, are they in or out? I mean, someone like Pep Guardiola. Oh, he's I mean, we might, he might, it might be counterintuitive. He could be fiercely... Oh, he could uh, fiercely be so, leave. He could be so he, pro-Catalan that he could be... Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's, yeah, there's yeah. a method in his madness. So, I would uh, like to think that a good-looking, sophisticated, well-dressed man like that... Again, this is not mm. a clever analysis, but <laughs> I would like to think that a good-looking <laughs> fellow like that would, would uh, be Sol- the main, wouldn't it? Solskjaer favours the Norway solution. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. That's what they've been going, yes. It, uh, it, uh, it's not just me. Paul Poel wants a hard Brexit. <laughs> I mean, we could ask all... We should phone... Let's get one of our <laughs> researchers to uh, ring around just, all the Premier League managers and just ask them. I keep thinking this must remain. be a well-travelled path, but nobody else seems to mention it. He does look like Andy Serkis, who played Gollum, doesn't he? Who? Solskjaer. Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been mentioned. Oh, that's it's, good. Yeah. I think it has been touched on in the past. Yeah. I mean, it's normally not on Radio Free because that's who I normally listen to. It's very, very rarely <laughs> mentioned on Radio Free. <laughs> Radio Free don't do football lookalikes that they often. Don't, no. Not as often as they should do. No. <laughs> There's certainly a lightness about United yeah. that they didn't have mm. before. I mean, blimey, they look bad on. Just, it looks so bad on Mourinho. This doesn't it? Just before we play your Beethoven's tenth, <laughs> you ever noticed that Neil Warnock and Tony Soprano's mum? It's uncanny. Anyway, here's Beethoven. Be great. Would be a new string to their bow though if they're looking to build. The audience. That's I, where I might, do you know what? I might try and sell them that idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm new to Radio Three, which is true. I love Radio Three, but I might sell it's them that idea. idea. Just, just before yeah. the weather, at half past eleven. Just football lookalikes. Just you before know. we do the atonal Stockhausen <laughs> section, let's just have some football soundalikes. That's, that'd yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't I it? Just, yeah. Do you know what? It, it, it goes against <laughs> screen, but I've actually enjoyed watching Man United play. Yes, yes. Oh. I got a bit bored yesterday because I thought yeah. they'd be four 0 down at about after about fifteen twenty minutes. Well, they could have been four one down after about right. eighty five minutes, but sadly that f- wasn't the case. My favourite bit of the game was Graham Soonis mm. afterwards, just mm. shaking his head at De Gea. Yeah, just going, "What sort of keeper saves everything with his feet?" He said, "It's just technically wrong." If I was, he's like, just mm. he just kept United in the game, Graham. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not sure it is technically yeah. wrong. Yeah. I mean, it might be. It might be better. We're going to find out later. There's an infamous uh, clip that's often shown of uh, Graham Soonis. Uh, going in for a spectacular tackle for Rangers just uh, above the, the knee. Game, very yeah. similar, very yeah. similar to Pogba's yeah. yesterday. Although I think he did get sent off for it, didn't he, at the time? I think he got no, I don't yellow. think Soonis was sent off. Didn't for he? That wasn't one? he sent no, off for that one? He, I don't mm. think he was even booked, I think, famously. I'm sure your listeners will. Wow, maybe they can stand that one up. Yeah. Unlike the but defender we I made contact come, come with, or midfielder. Because somebody pointed out that when he left mm. Madrid, they went, they went and won the Champions League four years out of five or something like that. Then when he left Chelsea, the same players went and won the league under Conte the very next season. And now you see this. I mean, it, it must be such a relief yeah. when he leaves. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, what does he do to people that it make, it, make it so I mean, bad? That's a fair point, but nine times out of ten, the, those same relief players mm. are being left with championship winning medals or FA Cup winning medals. They're, they're winning things under him. Yeah. And then they're they get some up. time though. What's Portuguese for springtime for Hitler? Yeah, <laughs> you wonder. It, it does feel well, like I know that. the Portuguese, for I don't speak Portuguese. 
No, what is it? Schulper, now for all Portuguese. Oh, okay, well, that's pretty that. good for a bloke doesn't speak Portuguese. Oh, well, I'm out. Apart from that, that yeah. one phrase. <laughs> well, I don't need to learn any more Portuguese because I've learned I don't speak Portuguese. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, where do you, where do you <clears> think Mourinho's going to go next? Then, because my dad asked me this question yesterday. I think he's got problems. I mean, you know, it's China, possibly. Yeah, it seems to be the popular thing to do. If you were a, if you were a president uh, or a chairman of a football club now, and you were looking to make an appointment, you'd be worried when you'd look at Manchester United yesterday in the last few weeks, and you think. Do you know what? Because I mean, he's a big commitment. He's a big commitment financially, and he's a, he's a, he's a, he's kind of he's come up. It's he hard to believe a, that Jose Mourinho is a high risk appointment mm. as a manager, I, isn't it? I think if you're talking about the top four clubs in Europe, yes. Otherwise, I, I tend it's normally Andy I tend to disagree with because yeah. you are the voice of reason on this show. Yeah. But <laughs> I would take that's Mourinho, not difficult. I would take Mourinho like a shot. <laughs> not, you would. You'd have him. You'd have him. You'd have him at Palace. Oh no, at Palace. I'd carry him to Palace, but <laughs> you only have to look at his his I mean, You can always argue that he, well, except for his first club, that he goes to clubs mm. that have got really good players. But he wins things. His record is. I mean, even at, you, you say he didn't do well at Man United. They finished second. They won the FA Cup. They did, but they, they were did, dreadful to watch, and that's the problem. Well, what for the dreadful to watch? But they're five places above us in the table. <laughs> you can let so go, like, will you? Like <laughs> a dog with a bone. But the thing is, that, I mean, that's mm. always been the argument. Mm. You know, people say football's an entertainment business, but the, the people who say that are the. T- fans of teams that are in the top yeah. four football's a results business unfortunately and most fans will tell you the same thing it's, mm. it's wonderful if your team can score two it's wonderful if your team can mm. score one but if your team can score two three goals and, and, and win the game every week with attacking football of course you'll take it but you'd rather win things and, and Mourinho s- still wins and he's still young enough to win things it also, you have to look at the players sometimes as well. The players need to take some responsibility. Yeah, but not if it's happened three clubs in a row. He is the common denominator of leaving a dressing mm. room so unhappy that they start not to perform and underperform. And that's got to be his fault. You can't, you, you can't sort of say it isn't. I, I think it is. I'm saddened to, to hear a Chelsea fan talking about a Chelsea legend like that. <laughs> no, they've turned on him. That's a different matter. No, that's a different matter. That's a matter of him in his heyday. If Mourinho hadn't come back, <clears throat> if he hadn't me. come back the second time, <clears throat> would your view would he still be a legend, or has he <clears throat> been completely tainted? By no, the he's still time? a legend. He still won it the second time he came back. I just felt that he won it, but the expense of the future. You know, he got rid of players like Salah, like. De Bruyne, like Schürrle, who were playing well, like Matter, and you know, you do, you sort of think to yourself, <clears throat> yes, they they won, but they won in that way that he likes to win, which is with the old players he can trust. And but did, was know, the football was the football demonstrably different second time round to first time round? Yeah, it was worse. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Really, started off better, but then got worse, yeah. didn't it? It got worse. And yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. And, and can you hand on heart tell me that you genuinely thought when Salah, who had done very little for Chelsea? Mm. When De Bruyne who hadn't shown what can you honestly say that in the pubs around Chelsea, everyone was going, that's a mistake. Should never have let them. Yeah, go. De Bruyne fair, definitely. I you, do. He yeah. he would sit there and say, this this bloke's good. Really? I can't okay. believe what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Let's Sal- Sal- less sure. Should okay. we try and squeeze in one quick impression? Is it going to be time oh, for that? Oh, yeah, should we, do, we? That? Should we, have we got should time? do the sorry? We'll, we'll do it after the break. Let's get, right, we're going to get the sports news and then we'll go through a couple of the many voices of the very similar many voices of Andy Jenkins. He says he's got a new attacking. Sean Dyche and I, I've, I did think a lot of Sean Dyche yesterday because I was watching De Gea in goal and people said the amount of saves he's pulled off and I did kind of think to myself as Sean would that's his job by the way it was the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Comedian, writer and Palace fan Kevin Day with us in the studio and um, for all of us on the H&J team. Um, Saturday nights really during Match of the Day is a constant bleeping uh, of the WhatsApp group that we have uh, with the very latest impressions from the Premier League managers. And he normally does one or two. It's about six the other night. It's well, constantly all, bleeping. Oh, I want to be on the WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can be if you like. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Sean Dyche going to kick us off. You think you've got a new attacking Sean Dyche? Well, I've noticed his body position, so I sort of stood up and I tried to make wow. Oh, you're big. quite method, aren't you? Oh, yeah, very these. method, yeah. You're... Let's see if it made any difference to the actual voice. Here we go. Yeah, absolutely. Very pleased. And Yeah, absolutely. Very pleased. Oh, <laughs> From the players, you know, not just physically. Everyone talks about the physical side, of course, Premier League's tomorrow. Yeah, and the players, not just physically. Everyone talks about it. The mental side, you know, it's hard with them games. And mental side, it's hard to win them games. And then to come out of that. <laughs> I don't know, Kevin, I mean, what do you, what do we think? I mean, I've always wanted to know what Sean Dice going through puberty sounds like. <laughs> he does. It sounds like at that point when his voice broke. Yeah, it's, it sounds a little yeah. bit like rain. It's, it's sort of like well, Jeffrey. I suppose he sounded a bit like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, honestly, the extended Dice family will listen to that and think it takes him back to when he was about 13 and a half. It probably does, doesn't it? Sean Dice on your WhatsApp group. Yeah. He stole my protractor, sir. Yeah. Suddenly he's right down. There. I'm sure I'm sure Sean Dyche and his people listen to this show. Can we make a public appeal for him to say things that are easier for Andy to? Yeah, come on, come on, Sean. Now, Mar- Maurizio Sari, a man who has his haircut every time Chelsea lose. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? Really? He has haircut. Yeah, he said if they lose, he goes and has a haircut. He hasn't got a lot yeah. to start you know, with. Like Telly Savalas by the end of yeah. the season. <laughs> oh, oh, lovely contemporary reference. Thank you very much. There we are. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Hawksby and Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. March the fourth, nineteen seventy-four. You look like you look like Prince Albert by the end of the season. And let's hear from Maurizio Sarri, kind of. Because go goes to the ball in relation to the. It's because he wants the ball. So we need uh, to attack the box uh, with other players. He didn't have. Yes, try doing that with some strikers. Yeah, that's your editorialising. <laughs> it sounded yeah. Russian for some reason. He's on no, the bench. No, Morata was not injured today. No, he's just absolutely terrible. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to play with the with the three small uh, players. <laughs> I wanted to play with the three small players. Well, that's good. Why I don't know. Uh, I wow. that was uh, really. I mean, that'll do. Useless. Um, no, no, we. 
Hang on. Very good. Yes, it was a bit like your tactics. Yeah, you're making it up now. You're editorialising <laughs> on a man's impression. It's always, it's always that, a worrying sign when somebody says, no, no, wait for the last bit. Last bit's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it, don't yeah, don't have the guitar solos coming up. Stay there. Let's that demented ninth I played there. The three line, when you got angry, you actually sounded more like him than when you weren't angry until you got all playground at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I tell you, let's hear it's from... I've never had a satisfactory answer. What are your family doing while you're doing this. Well, first of all, my kids don't live with us. It's only the wife, and she's. Don't they come around to watch? I would. She's usually watching Casualty or something like that. Are you implying yeah. they don't live with you since you started doing this? <laughs> yeah. no, they don't live with me since they. <laughs> they left quickly. Thirty nine and thirty. Sean Dyche is still John <laughs> oh, Major, he says must have Dave. Forty eight when you had oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> women. Sorry. <laughs> J, JP five four zero says uh, the Dyche sounds like Vivian from the Young Ones. <laughs> uh, Sir Guy the Meerkat Dyche says Matt Nash um, got a bit fuzzy. Bear says. Uh, Peter Ski. Um, we both noticed this about Unai Emery, though. Uh, Unai Emery, because he's, 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 his English is coming on, but uh, he'd be speaking, the and then suddenly he will attack a certain word. <laughs> throw an just, extra word. And it really, your tea yeah. goes everywhere. What happened to Unai Emery being the best manager Arsenal ever had? Well, look, it's, it's early days <laughs> for him. I mean, far bit for me to defend Arsenal. Arsenal. He's only, been there. He's only yeah. been there 10 minutes. The last bloke was there 22 years. His Arsenal fans need to tell that. Yeah, yeah well, let's hear, let's hear from Unai Emery, kind of. And also, uh, uh, our plan game, I think, is not uh, is not doing like like we want. Our game is not doing like we want. Is uh, <laughs> the control in, in the in the 90 minutes? I think uh, we need more to. And in the 90 minutes, I think yeah. we need more to. Uh, need to win, but uh, need to win back. We, we created chances. Is the bad result, but also. There is a chance, it's bad result. It's going to be weird now. Um, <laughs> well, about all of them. Going, back, going back to Radio 3, whatever that is, um, mm. the Shostakovich Piano Concerto, just before we bring you that, Unai Emery and John Tatura, it's uncanny, isn't it? That's what <laughs> oh, they'll the be doing. They on, that's what they'll yeah. be doing on Radio. Uh, yeah, it's got the same hair as uh, Dave Vanian from The Damned. Have you noticed that? He's got the same. Well, you just had a go at him for talking about Telly Savalas. Yeah, so, I mean, well, okay. They're, they're, they're still out there working. His hair's a different colour. But go and tell you would be the video for New Rose. still been with us. He's got that Ray Reardon here. Yeah, he? yeah, it's Ray Reardon. It is very much in the Ray Reardon <laughs> envelope. So, and other contemporary references. <laughs> yes. So, the Glen Torren goalkeeper, Kevin. Yeah, this is my favourite story of the weekend. Mm. Uh, this is Elliot Morris, Glen Torren goalkeeper, yeah. who scored from about 80 yards from a long kick. Uh, and then didn't do, this is what I like about it, I don't like false modesty. Okay. He didn't do what Vincenco did when he scored against uh, Burton in midweek and, and admit that he didn't mean to score. He went, no, I, I meant I saw the keeper off his line. I felt there was a breeze. <laughs> I went for it. I deliberately scored. Now, A, goalkeepers don't deliberately do anything. We know that from Nazi salutes onwards. Yes, we know exactly. that goalkeepers don't deliberately do anything. B, he didn't mean that. I, and I love the fact that there's, there's a goalkeeper here who doesn't go... Well, I was a bit lucky. The wind caught it. No, I deliberately mentioned it. I like that. I like, yeah. I like, I like players who too, just go, yeah. no, who just blatantly say, yeah, of course I meant it. Yeah. It's in the same way that I like players who celebrate goals against their old team rather than, I prefer mm. the Adi Bayor approach, running 80 yards mm. to annoy people. No, I'd like players who just go, yeah, of course I meant that. 20, that but we know Townsend didn't mean to score against Man City. Yeah, <laughs> of course he said he did. And yeah. we love him even more for it. Yeah. It's like, but it's great. There's something about seeing a goalkeeper score 
that makes you feel nine, yeah. ten years old again because you only ever see it at school, basically. I've, only, I've seen it in the flesh. Paul Robinson scored against Watford. You'll be delighted. I'm sure you can Did go he? and have a pint after this to celebrate. <laughs> my, yeah. my new favourite goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Ben Foster was in goal. It, uh, Danny Shit, who went to the ball and didn't, and then he thought he was going to get it and it went over Foster's head, bounced oh, in. Yeah. Never, what I really want to see is a goalkeeper. I've seen a goalkeeper nutmeg himself, which was Wayne Hennessy, which again is, is an indication of what sort of chap Wayne is. He's lovely, but mm. you wouldn't have him in your pub quiz team. <laughs> <laughs> Managing to nut, nutmeg yourself as he's away at Villa, but I've always wanted to see a goalkeeper score from a header, and I know Schmeichel's done it, but I would love to. It's like on, I was furious with Hennessy on Saturday, a minute to go. Go up. I just want to. I want the keeper to go up with 10, 15 minutes to go. Yeah. In any yeah, game. Well, not just from the very second. first kick, that would be quite yeah, bold, yeah. wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, I want the goalkeeper taking the kickoff and then heading for the other box. Now, um, Mick Harford took charge of um, uh, Luton the other day. Mm. Uh, Luton, my kept... second favourite team. Oh, yeah, of course, of course you love them, yeah. don't you? Yeah, for obvious mm. reasons. They took on uh, Sunderland, his, his old uh, birthplace. So very emotional for him. The thing mm. is with Mick, we, we play cricket with Mick, and he, these days he wears glasses. And he was, you know, reputation was one of the hardest men to yeah, have played the yeah. game, uh, not to be messed with. But a lovely man. But it's something about glasses, isn't there, that in some cases you can make you look even more menacing. And Mick has, I mean, he's not a menacing man, but I think a pair of, a pair of kind of brick-top-style glasses can make... I mean, Andy, well, this is Andy. I, 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 if Andy <laughs> took his glasses off, he'd look far less menacing than he does there. That's the problem with this segment is the people at home can't see you and I glancing at Andy <laughs> slightly nervously because he's the most... I mean, he's, you simply wouldn't start a fight with Andy glasses or not. <laughs> well, you t- those, take your glasses to... off and show Kevin about your glasses. Would you mess with him there? Look, it's all coming. Oh, who's that little teddy bear? quite avuncular, isn't he? teddy bear just coming Once those yeah. little round glasses go on, yeah. it is People like... who wear glasses, whenever they take their glasses off, they always look a bit odd, don't they? Yeah, that's very Whoa. strange. Oh, yes. Oh, mama. <laughs> but like... it's strange, but Mick Harford, it's strange to have that glass because every player of that generation, you say Duncan Ferguson, they know, always Mick Harford was the most terrifying yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they always say, yeah, nice fellow, though. I know. Always come to see you in hospital. It's interesting. I don't know what it is about glasses. It's suddenly you either yeah. look intelligent yeah. or you look like you want to have a fight. Well, I mean, like someone like, I mean, if Michael Gove took those glasses off, I mean, as soon as he, he looks menacing when he puts them on, but when he takes it, I mean, I'm just wondering, certain people that would look more menacing yeah. with or without the glasses. Do you know, there's an air, they don't look alike, but there's an air of the Michael Gove about Andy, don't you think? <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. That, yeah, that, that see repressed that. men. Like I say, you wouldn't... Repressed. You wouldn't, if, <laughs> if you're in a pub with Andy mm. and he put his 50 pence on the pool table or yeah. whatever it is before yeah. yours, you'd let him go ahead of you, wouldn't you? I think you would, yeah, yeah. He's just got that little bristling... Talking of uh, 50 pence, have you seen this? <laughs> no, I've got a good segue. <laughs> into. Got a 50 pence story, have Roger Bannister will feature on the new 50 pence well, As we call piece. it 10 Bob here on this show. <laughs> 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 Look, there it is. Give yeah. me, I'll show you. There's Roger Bannister's oh, legs. annoying me. I've got to put my glasses oh, sorry. on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have a look first while Let's Ed look gets then, his glasses. It's Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister. Is but banister with glasses. Will feature on a fifty pence piece. That's yeah, they're just iconic as, legs, aren't legs. they? Yeah, you have to see how many you can spend in three minutes and fifty nine seconds. Yeah, what about the Isle of Man fifty pence piece? On they go. As well. Kev's put his glasses on, and strangely looks less menacing. <laughs> look, you look quite <laughs> teddy bearish as soon as yours have gone on. <laughs> I, don't, I have to take them off when I talk, though. Yeah. So I'm holding the newspaper in my hand, but I can't read it because for some reason, when I'm broadcasting, I can't wear glasses and talk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so hang on, just that's give me a, a second. St- Cover for me while I read it. Strange yeah, so business. Roger, Roger's you know legs. legs. It's a picture. Oh, well, I'm taking it on trust that they're Roger Bannister's legs because they, they are Roger's proper old-fashioned shorts. And yeah. Andrew, fashion one, legs. Andrew wonders whether you're doing <laughs> Unai Emery or Speedy Gonzalez, <laughs> which is a fair question. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Very good point. Can our listeners tell us? Is that the first time somebody's body part other than their face has been on a 
a coin? That's a very oh, good question. Other than the three-legged yeah. man on the Isle of Man. That's, is there yeah. a, yeah. a very good question, actually. Yeah. TalkSport.com, 681089, tweet TSH and J, let us would know. Would you be happy if you were his family and they said we're going to honour him in the best way possible, he's going to be on the... <laughs> Be on the legs. Not, the, not his body crossing the line, just his legs. Just but they're his iconic legs. legs, aren't they? Well, they are. Well, the Queen's got an iconic face, but they could use other bits of her on coins. It would have been quite sure. difficult to get that all of him on the 50 pence crossing the line. Scale it down, Andy. Chris, yeah. Chris Brasher behind him. Um, let's, hear, Chris Brasher. let's hear from... I've got a feeling he may just sound like all the others, but let's hear from Manuel Pellegrini, shall oh, we? For goodness just sake. finally, to take you home. <laughs> We are trying to grow a step more. Uh, I said uh, when you start the season so bad as we did. And we are trying to grow a step more. As I said, we were trying to grow the season as we started to did. Easy, but we're recovering some position on the table. We need to continue playing. And the diminishing returns. Oh, if I, I wouldn't have played this. If I was you, I'd play. Winning mentality. That's it, that'll do. I like, that Paul, I like Paul's voice underneath that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not, it's not for me, though. Not, not for me, John. You, you know my views. I'm fiercely pro-Remain, but if, if one of the up points of Brexit was you weren't allowed to do continental accents. Well, yeah. You'll be might. doing Neil Warnock every week, won't you? Variations of. Well, apart from Sean Dyche, it is only continental managers that you... Well, I do do Roy Hodgson. Yeah. Well, well, I think we've ascertained from the very oh, first no, moments good, of the show. It's yeah. quite good, my Rogers. Saddest sight of the weekend was the stewards taking an A5 <laughs> sized piece of paper with Puel out written on it from a lady probably in her early late 60s, early 70s. Sorry, she's about 52. But there's an old lady with a blanket on her legs, kind of almost apologetically holding up a piece of paper oh. that said Puel out. And the stewards come over and said, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to have to take that away from you. You're like, yeah. No one's done themselves any favours there. No, right? it's you really. I mean, the younger like... members of the family just stuck it there and said, you sit there. <laughs> You'll be all right. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just come on, you know, take the criticism for goodness sake. She didn't have a flag that she was passing yeah. across the crowd. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Don't Ask Me returns uh, just before four o'clock when I'll put five questions based on last week's shows. To Andy, he's had a lot. We, we said we'd knock it on the head when he actually got it right, but there's been a bit of a stewards both times. It's always been a bit sketchy. I've set the questions mm. too easy because he's moaned about it. I've got to be true to myself. Yeah, be true to set, yourself. And set good, decent good questions. Rule in life, I I'd say. Yeah, I told you earlier on, uh, Maurizio Sarri has his hair cut every time the team loses. It's a superstition oh, yeah. that he has. Didn't you notice he was looking a touch cropped yes, uh, the I other did day? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, quite, it's obviously quite a brief. I mean, I think it's the. So guy if they go on like a thirty-game winning run, does he end up really well, I suppose long? He would do, yeah. He'd look a bit like Mel Smith, wouldn't he? With the na- nature of that widow's peak he's got. I imagine he goes into the barber, and the barber just sort of sort of shows the clippers to his barnet because he, he can't take too much off. No, can he? it's not, not a lot really there to don't. start with. But uh, it's I, I mean, a lot of a lot of fans are sort of very unhappy with the football and we are I'm not happy with it either but I can see what he's trying to do and I think a lot of it is like it was with Conte it's not entirely his fault you know the the way the clubs run and the the transfer policy sometimes is mystifying you know I mean Sky doing this whole thing about being linked with Nathan Ake and everything it's not Chelsea. They just need a striker. They don't need anything else but a striker. That is a priority. Now I had an interesting thing last night Mm. that uh, I must have been about three or four in the morning Oh, here we go. Foxes, but outside, directly outside. We, we're on the ground floor. They directly make a lot of row, don't they? God, 
so such a row. They yeah. were screaming and yeah. screeching each other. And I thought, well, I don't even want to go outside because you know they might go for me. So I, <laughs> I came. I remembered my last uh, method of getting rid of foxes, mm. and uh, and it, blimey, it works. It still works. Okay, um, as, as delicately as you can. <laughs> delicately. What I is can. your fox uh, system? It's um, I mark the territory with you my mark- own with my own. Um, Fluid. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So you, uh, yeah, okay. I think maybe you should be a bit more specific. We. Uh, you yeah. go out with what? Yeah, I didn't bu- go out. I threw it out the window. You didn't You didn't go. I, I it wasn't it. draft, was it? You I didn't th- open a window. No, I opened the window. I could see the fox there. I threw it at the fox. Oh, that's that's not right, well, is I just it? wanted to sort of get the area. And that's it. They went. They didn't come back after that. Really? So I'm going to go out there tonight. I don't think I'd come back. (laughs) Keep me away from your front door. I I bet the postie's been looking over his shoulder, hasn't he, in the last couple of days? (laughs) That can't be the answer to everything, Andy. That's not the answer to everything. Yeah. But I was was amazed. That bloke's back to try and sell us double glazing. (laughs) Hang on, mate. Whee! Right in the face. Yeah, don't try that at home, kids. Listen to Uncle Andy. But they, yeah, this was Mm. when they were in your garden, though, wasn't it? You were trying to keep that in your garden. Front garden, they they kept um, depositing on the front garden. Yeah. It would be horrible. It would be a, yeah, it's true. You are in a block of flats, but we should point out you are on the ground floor. <laughs> on the ground floor. Yeah. I mean, if you're like on the third floor, that could, <laughs> that that could be, get a bit evil. That wouldn't be good, would it? Yeah. And uh, yes, what have I got here? The yeah. producers handed me something based on last week, uh, where we uh, went through the great um, question and answer of Amanda Chantel Bacon, yeah. who's a woman who uh, believes greatly in sort of health pro. A bit of a sort of she's cos- cosmic, in, cosmic the in, envelope, in the Paltrow envelope. She's in the Paltrow envelope, but this yeah. is this is beyond Paltrow, beyond Bacon. This oh one. yeah, this is a bloke called Tim Gray, and the, it was a piece in ordinary the ordinary name, but I'm guessing not an ordinary guy. Yes, it's the cult of wellness. So he went through his day and he said, 7:45 a.m. I wake up having had on average seven hours and 41 minutes sleep. Okay. I've analysed my sleep over the past four years, and I know this is the perfect amount for me. I turn on the near-infrared light at the end of my bed mm. and sit there for seven minutes meditating to focus on my mind on the day ahead. Yeah. I take shots of probiotics and quintin, same thing that the she takes. Yeah, they're all into quintin, aren't they? A supplement that comes from plankton. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you then, do. <laughs> exactly. Then I turn on my human charger, a device that looks like an iPod with an earpiece that shines a light into my ear to give me energy. Wow. And I make my bulletproof coffee. I bet they must you love him bullet, at the gadget shop. I think shop, you need a bulletproof vest, mate. Don't you think? He walks into the old gadget shop. Here he comes again. Quick, get that thing out with a light on the end of it. How much is it? Just say a grand. Say a grand. Yeah, he'll go for it. Don't worry, he will. Just say it. Keep him awake at night. He'll get 7 hours and 41 minutes, definitely. This is his coffee. It's, uh, he uses a tablespoon of coconut oil, some... Sh- Shagger. Pardon? Is this a shagger mushroom powder? Sorry, I can't. Shagger mushroom powder? I can only read what's on the card. I remember him, yeah. He was very big on the dance hall scene, if I remember rightly. Great for the immune system. Yeah. A little bit of potassium, not palassium. Palassium. Laurie Palassium. Mark Palassium, (laughs) the owner of Tranmere Rovers. What's wrong with you? Colostrum. Oh, that's not bad. And nice bag of that. I use low mycotoxin coffee. Really? Well done for you. Uh, I'll I'll just read this. This this could be Alan Brazil's day, couldn't it? (laughs) It It's just not killing me softly. While I'm having my coffee, I fill out a spreadsheet on my computer, inputting my weight, my urine pH, my hydration, and how well I've slept. You couldn't do that. Not if there's foxes outside (laughs) the front of your house. I bet you didn't get up in the middle of the night, mate. Yeah. Throw that out of the window. He has to have 7.41. Get the foxes outside his place. It'd really throw him out. I think I'll drive them around. (laughs) It'd really throw him out, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And... Uh, 
<laughs> Anything else? Uh, basically, I get dressed, then stand on the balcony in my flat in South London, which clears my mind. Yeah. I then feed my mind by reading for 20 minutes. Well, like everybody else, you read the papers. Well done. Yeah. Tremendous. Anyway, we'll come back to him later on. As Aaron says he's heard Alan try the old um, <laughs> urine trick on the foxes in his garden, but it resulted in the foxes being unable to walk in straight lines. <laughs> they were walking up to other foxes saying, I love you. You're fantastic. Yeah. And a congratulations in, from the Times wedding announcements to oh, Mr. Yeah. D.G. Hamilton mm. and Lady ACA Montague Douglas Scott. So you've got three, that's basically six names in one person. ACA Montague <laughs> Douglas yeah. Scott. She's and they've they've written it as Amabel, but I think it must be it must be a typo. I think it yeah. must be Annabel because no one's called Amabel. And she's marrying someone. She's the younger daughter of the Duke and Duchess of Buccleu and Queensbury. Okay, but she's marrying a fellow called what? Uh, Douglas Hamilton, his younger son of Captain and Mrs. Collins. So Hamilton. she'll be Hamilton Montague Douglas. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the fourth name? Montague Scott. Wow. Montague Douglas Scott. That sounds like a back four, doesn't it? When someone starts talking about the classic side from 1952 that won the title. Or Hamilton Montague. Hamilton Montague Douglas Scott. Uh, remember those four? We'll never, we'll never be able to find anybody we'll never like replace that again. Them, tremendous. Can I ask a technical question, yeah. Andy? Uh, have uh, the good people at Apple lowered their junk filter? Either that, or I'm excessively getting lots of invitations to meet up with Eastern European women or lose weight. Because my junk filter has always worked spectacularly well. Mm. But I've noticed in the last couple of months, mm. um, unless I'm being, I'm, uh, they're pinpointing me for some <clears> reason. I had one I'm getting from... offered all sorts of stuff that I'm generally, I don't look at unless I look so in what's in the junk box. I had one box. from last week from a bloke who claimed to be a, uh, an American army officer in Afghanistan. He needed to speak to me urgently. Did he really? Well, no, obviously I didn't bother Maybe to he's got it. a problem with foxes. <laughs> Maybe he has. Could be. <laughs> Going back to your impressions from earlier on, uh, somebody didn't put their name on this, said your impression of Unai Emery sounded like Chris Eubank doing an impression of Unai Emery. Which is no, quite did, special, isn't it? it, really? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Don't ask me. Time then to quiz Andy. Five questions based on last week's shows. On Friday, we spoke to Mark Hoyle, uh, a.k.a. Um, lad baby, not lady baby, as he oh, says yeah. here. Uh, vlogger and forest. <laughs> vlogger and forest fan. And um, <clears throat> his number yes. one hit, uh, he was talking about forest, his number one mm. hit at Christmas was We Built This City on What, Andy? Sausage Rolls. Hi, hi, you're on fire. Oh, yeah, no, really we, smoked, <laughs> we, we spoke to, on Thursday, to one, a, a boxing family. Uh, one of them had just signed for Eddie Hearn, uh, Matram, and they are the famous Watt family. What's the surname? Smith. Smith, well done. That's mm. what Liam we have a chat with. Why did we speak to Nick Blahoviak on Wednesday? <laughs> he was organising something. Nick Blahoviak. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> what say was, his what name. was Nick organising? What was Nick organising? That's yeah. a really good one. That's a yeah. tough question. It is. Wednesday, Nick was organising something. It would be like something mad, one of those mad competitions. It's not a oh! Name. Yes, 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 oh, yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Brick Lane. When well, met Sally. Brick Lane uh, competition. Well, that's right, it was. Hello. Um, Trevor Robinson is the club secretary who could benefit from the Euro Millions win of Patrick and Francis Connolly. Uh, the team are called something St. Francis. What's the first word missing there? Oh, come on. It's... Oh, it's something like Barnsley St. Francis. It isn't, is it? It's something like that. 
Uh, it was Hartley Paul, Andy. Oh, I'm sorry, you ran out of time. And very Barnsley. quickly, Peter Dowdswell <laughs> eats things. He was going to go for the world sausage eating record. Yeah. He'd eaten something quite unusual. Uh, we spoke to him about what was uh, it? Supermarket trolley. A, su- a shopping what? trolley, that's right. He'd eaten a shopping trolley. <laughs> yeah. right. you, don't forget <laughs> something, you don't forget something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, so we'll do it all again next week. We'll Nearly. catch up with you tomorrow. Nearly. Yeah, not so bad. Barnsley St. Francis. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys. Every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. There we are. Good to see Kevin. And don't ask me, Andy. A sterling effort, I felt, in don't oh, ask me. Thank you very much, yeah. Barnsley St. Francis was the only thing that did for you. Yes, but, uh, there you go. But that was quite exciting. I thought I pitched them quite well. And you did you very did. well to dredge up the World Bricklaying Championship. Thank you very so much, well yes. Good. So we do that again next week. And we're back here tomorrow from 1. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.